We begin with the letter A. A is for... M is for murder. E is for... Danger! And, uh... Dodge. With... Monster. Help! Love me and be... Please! Help! Yeah. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Is4 podcast. Tonight I will be leading the discussion, as it were. I am Monster. Joining me to my left and whatever side you want it to be, because it's all in your brain, Danger. Hello, Say hello, Danger. hello, hello, hello. Yep, that's the, nope, that's nope. the energy that I'm bringing. Okay, good. I like it. I like it. And to my right and to whatever atmospheric plane you have him on, Sarge. Say hello, Sarge. Howdy. Welcome, to, welcome to the show. It's good to have you back. To me, he's Let's, he's to me he's down. And you're uh-huh. to my right. So yeah. Okay, cool. That's weird. Well, that means you have some sort of backward seven configuration of your camera. No, it's just it's just three points. Me, uh, you fair him. enough. So for anybody who's listened to our show before, you're probably familiar that we each take turns discussing a different topic. And when monsters bring in the heat, we usually need to sit down and focus because there's something important that needs to be discussed. Tonight's going to be a little bit different because I really just want to argue with some of my friends here. Tonight we are discussing the letter S. S is for sequels better than originals. Not sequence. No. I thought we were talking about sequence, like for like the shiny but like round things you put. No, no, no sequence. I thought we were talking about Sarge. Nothing's better than the original. I mean, well, it would be a very short episode on Sarge because, um, I mean, I've known him for a while and I don't really want to talk about him at length. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. That is a fair point. You know what? I will give that to you. Yeah, you know. I- as anybody who's listened to any, just a handful of episodes knows that all three of us are big movie people. We all have our kind of genres that we prefer, and we all have pretty strong opinions on these kinds of things. <laughs> so what I wanted to do tonight was just bring up a handful that can be debated. Some, I think, are sort of undisputed. Most people agree the sequel is, in fact, superior to the original some that i think are debatable that we can kind of make an argument for both ways and then got a couple of sleepers a couple of sequels that i think surpass the original that i don't hear a lot of people agree with me on so you're not talking about the sequel to sleepers but you're talking about sleeper movies okay go on right exactly sleepers was a terrible movie I was getting ready to say, is that like a franchise that I am unaware of? Uh, it was one of those like very low budget, not well, actually low budget doesn't mean stuff because we've talked about the lowest of budgets that were great movies, but it's not a very good movie. Uh, and it had sequels that were pretty much in the same vein as like the mummy Scorpion King three. <laughs> like ah, it just, it, very good. it did not need to be made in any way whatsoever. So, all right, go on, go on. So let's start with some of the, undisputed ones ones that you think are absolutely just the sequel is better sarge when you say sequels are we counting prequels Hmm. as a sequel and the the reason why is because there are some great movies that i have seen recently that they say are prequels but i believe 
could be sequels or even lore. Actually, that's a good degree. point. I wasn't going to ask that, but is Silence of the Lambs a sequel to Red Dragon? Okay. This raises two interesting points. All right, let's do and, it. And I will allow a prequel that came after the original because in the actual universe of time, it came out after the first one. What I didn't want to really get into was things like the Avengers movies. Okay. And and those kinds of things because there's 7,000 of them and they all take place in different timelines and stuff. Now, if you want to say, okay, just the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, I think two is better than one. Okay, we can talk about that yeah. for a minute. But I don't want to get bogged down in that because that could be its whole own episode okay I, um, we, we might as we might as well lump like star trek and star wars into that exact same thing because timeline wise yeah they kind of make sense but they're backwards and and i will bring up star wars in two instances but yes i agree i don't want to get bogged down in it too deep just there's there's two examples that i want to bring up one more thing i don't want to get too bogged down in the soft reboot slash sequel thing. For example, I absolutely love it. The Stephen King mm -hmm. it yeah. movie. Original There's, with Tim Curry. Right. You have the original Tim Curry, and then you have the new version with Skarsgård. Now, if you look at the actual time frames of the films, it's 50s and 90s, and then 80s and 2020s. Right. So they can play that game where it's kind of a reboot, it's kind of a remake, it's kind of a sequel. I don't want to get into that either. So, okay. again, if there's one in particular that you really think needs to be brought up and addressed, by all means do it. This is, I mean, this is just bullshit rules. Like, who cares? But that's just this the is thing line that I did It's kind of, yeah, it's I mean, kind of yeah. how I live my life. It's just bullshit rules. We're just, we're going for it. Uh, so, okay, I was going to ask about, like, the Avengers. You know, is uh, Endgame a sequel to Infinity War or what I like to call Forever Battle? Um, or, you know, Thor Ragnarok a sequel to? Thor no. one and no, two. I mean, you know, it's not. we get into a very we, convoluted in the Thor in the Thor timeline. In the Thor timeline, oh, they were already doing Thor? what I didn't want to do. No, I'm, I'm just I'm saying for clarification purposes, you have Thor, and then you have Dark World, which and is terrible. It, it, it was a terrible movie, and that's fine. And then you have uh, Thor Ragnarok, and which was its, a great movie. And then you have its sequel, Thor: Love and Thunder, which was terrible. Eh. This so, is a, now, this, this in, episode in is where oh, I get oh, to oh. make my claims. Just just so like the Avengers thing, just to clear it up. I don't think it should be included in any of this unless you're talking about Iron Man one or Iron Man, Iron Man two, Iron Man three, because those are direct sequels. You know, that's a trilogy in itself. It's like Die Hard, all five of the Die Hard movies. You know, and and that and that's another thing. Again, we can spend all night going over yep. this kind of stuff too. As far as like, okay. There's five in a series, and I think three is better than two, but four sucks. Like I don't want to do that either. If, right. if it's like a, if it's like a trilogy, if it's like you know just two or three films, and you think two is better than one or whatever. But again, I don't want to get into the Avengers movies because there's 
so many of them. They all overlap that you can. Mm. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. We're leaving Avengers it. behind. We're moving on without all the Avengers. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. But there are a couple sequels that are in series of movies that have like four or five movies. And that's just, I'm, I'm choosing my way of life. I'm, I'm choosing no, my it, route here. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You can, you can bring those up because I've got a few of those too. I do. Right. I do. So, All right. Um, so monster, why don't you get us started with the first thing that I'm probably going to disagree with? Okay. When I was looking this up and I was thinking about it, there were a few sequels that the general public, general film critics seem to think are unanimously, the sequel is better than the original. And so I'm going to list off four and I think that we can all kind of agree on these, but I'm obviously open to listen to to differences. The four that I came across that I kind of stand by as well are Terminator 2, mm-hmm. Godfather 2, The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. and Empire Strikes Back. And I tend to agree with all four of those. I will be honest, I've never seen the Godfather films all, like, from start to finish. And I know that I've seen the Terminator, the first two Terminators, but it's been so, so long. I agree with the Terminator one. I think Terminator 2 is the best movie of the entire series, even when we get into like the super time travel ones further on down the line. But I do 100% stand by Terminator 2 is better than Terminator 1. Mm-hmm. Now, I absolutely will not agree with anybody putting any one of the Godfathers as the on any list, except to say the third is worse than the first two, uh, because I think the Godfather movies are completely overhyped, overblown bullshit. I I think while they are good movies, they're great movies. I don't think that they should be at the top of any list. Now, is the second one better than the first? Yeah, sure, but I don't think it should be in the top four, top five, top twenty best anything. If anything, they fit in the trash can the best. That that has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but thank you for sharing yeah, your yeah. anger. <laughs> Sorry. I have I have Godfather uh frustrations. Um I don't actually have and a Godfather. It's not like you're from a crime family, so you don't even know if it's accurate. You just don't like them on principle. No, I, I just don't that, think that they are great movies. I will say that my father, who grew up with a lot of old school Italian family, these are some of his absolute favorite movies, yes. and he swears that two is the best one out of all of them. But yeah, like I said, I I, I don't have a dog in the fight. I I don't have any real strong opinions on them. Those are just kind of the unanimous decision. Now, I think I think The Empire Strikes Back is dead on. Yeah, I remember when that. I was a when I was a kid, I really liked Return of the Jedi because it had the most creatures it had job of the hut it had ewoks it had the whole job of the hut party ship in the beginning the sarlacc pit the rancor like i loved that nonsense but as i got older and understood the dynamics of the relationships the empire strikes back is just such a solid it's not even just a great science fiction movie it's one of the greatest movies of all time i mean empire is great better than jedi you know. And I think it's better than A New Hope. I think yeah. A New Hope sets up a lot of stuff. And I will say that when it comes to trilogies, oftentimes the middle film is not always necessarily the best, but it's usually the most interesting. 
because the first film establishes everything and introduces everything. The middle film is usually when the drama happens. The big, you know, a lot of part twos and trilogies end on a sour note. They don't end triumphantly. And then the third one is the one that reconciles it. And I think The Empire Strikes Back does a great job of being sort of a downer, but giving you that hope at the very end. Okay, so I'm going to take a jump from there. And I'm actually going to go with one of my favorite. And I'm only looking at the first three of this because the fourth one was a complete waste of time to make and for me to watch. But I'm actually going to go with the third movie in a series is the best one. I have always and always will think that Indiana Jones and the last crusade is the best of the series. Those are, those are other movies that I, I never really, I didn't watch a whole lot of growing up. You just have to see it once to know that it's the best. I believe you, but I was never a big Indiana Jones fan. Like, I mean, I've seen the first one, temple of doom. My my dad and I watched it. I thought it was super cool to do that. Could stick his heart, you know, stick his hand through someone's flesh and you know into a rib cage and remove a heart without breaking any ribs. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I um, uh, Temple of Doom was just never one that I really liked. I think the part that really annoyed me was uh, Short Round. Was it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Short Round just bothered me. I it just it, it's not an is Asian that the thing. same? I was going to say is that the same kid from midgets? the Goonies? No, no, it's just I found him annoying. His voice was annoying. I didn't think he added anything. I I just didn't think that the movie helped. He added anything. cultural he he added cultural value, you unsophisticated bastard. I'm just waiting for you to add value. Just value. Like <laughs> I'm just looking to you for something more than just for value. <laughs> and I, the I other you. one You're going to be sitting there a while. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> And the other one I mentioned, I don't think there will be any debate with this crowd, The Dark Knight. Oh, I yeah. think I um, think most people kind of agree that The Dark Knight was the best of that, the Christian Bale Batman. Okay, I was going to say, uh, um, of the Christian Bale ones, I think that yeah, 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 yeah. was great. And I think oh, that was agree. 100% Heath Ledger um, in his doing. Uh, now, if we're going to talk about the best Batman sequels, you know, we got to talk uh, Batman Returns. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think Batman Returns, Batman Returns does not get enough credit for what it was. So basically, and I it just sort of went down a rabbit hole on this not that long ago. Batman Returns, basically Batman was kind of a sleeper hit. Nobody really yeah. knew if it was going to be a big success or not. Uh, of course, I'm referring to the, uh, the old Keaton. school one, Michael Keaton, Tim Burton. Um, and so when they asked Tim Burton to... Yes, of course. When they asked Tim Burton to do a sequel, he basically said, yeah, but I get to do whatever the hell I want. And they said, well, the first one was a success, so sure, why not? And he made this weird hodgepodge of mm-hmm. S&M sex and graphic violence, and it's bonkers. And the fact that like McDonald's was like, oh my God, we still have to sell Happy Meal toys. Like, What are we going to do? If you actually go back and watch the stuff they were getting away with in a PG-13 movie, it's bonkers. Yeah, um, I don't know how that passed the whatever and if I'm not, things in it. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to say Batman is only on screen for like 18 minutes. I'm not of sure. Batman I Returns. Know, 
I know it's not. <laughs> I know it's not great. And maybe that was like Batman Returns for another four seconds of movie. And basically, you know, I don't want to go way off on a Batman tangent. Although I do think a uh, um, uh, there there is a conversation that deserves to be had for the Batman uh, series and however many you have. I mean, Batman's been rebooted more than anybody else ever. But I do know after the Heath Ledger casting and my doubt of it and then watching the execution and then going back and learning that when Michael Keaton was cast, Warner Brothers, because this is before the uh, the internet, Warner Brothers received 500,000 pieces of hate mail <laughs> for their casting mm. choice. And... That was when you had to be so angry, you had to go like have time to like grab a pen and paper, write it, actually have put an angry stamp on it, <laughs> and you had to pay for the stamp. You had to yeah. pay for your hate. Yeah, I mean, like that. You had to pay that, for your hate. That hate cost money, and so you had to put this this hatred like value <laughs> on on your envelope, and then put it into a hate mailbox, and then mail your hatred across the country, however far you were, but. The casting choices you're that were made in those two cases worked beautifully. You're forgetting one important step. You had to wait for the mailman to pick up your hate, and you had to sit there and stew on it for like three to four days for it to reach its destination. You had a hate transit. That's what yeah, you had. It did. We're, we're used to quenching our hate immediately. Now. I know. I know. We hate, have no patience. Hate has a quicker satisfaction these days. <laughs> so now... A few that I think are debatable because my name is Monster and I love horror movies. I want to start with some of those. One that I don't think we're going to disagree on. We've already kind of discussed this one. Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Well, okay. Um, All right. Go on. Finish your statement before I say mine. (laughs) Okay. So when we did the Evil Dead episode, one of the things that we discussed was when people... And and this, I think, is a a good just general statement when it comes to part twos and sequels and yada, yada, yada. When people are just casual movie people are discussing the Evil Dead films, a lot of the stuff they think they remember from the quote unquote Evil Dead is actually from Evil Dead Mm 2. The chainsaw arm, the hand running around, some of the one liners. Most of that comes from Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 is much more comical and whimsical. It's also a lot grosser in a lot of ways. The original tried to be a straight-up horror movie. The second one's more like slapstick comedy with horror. And the general consensus, especially amongst a lot of my horror-loving friends, Evil Dead 2 seems to be the more popular of the two. Okay, so, you know, Evil Dead 2 was actually the first one that came to mind when this topic came up. But do you know why Evil Dead 2 is a far superior movie than Evil Dead 1? Because they reshot, right. like, most of it. They they reshot it. So it's basically 1 and 2, like, crammed into one movie to make a cohesive, good movie. That's That's mostly true. That's mostly true. The first, they didn't have the rights to the first film, so they had to basically get back to the cabin somehow to get it going. And so they reshot... Instead of having, you know, the whole group go to the cabin and all that, they condensed it to just Ash and his girlfriend and kind of retweaked all of that. And it's a lot of fun. But I think I think by the time Raimi and Bruce Campbell started working on Evil Dead 2, they knew how to make a competent film. They took 
the goofy stuff that they messed with in the first one and and really tweaked it and made it good. And, and I think Evil Dead 2 is, is just more fun to watch. Agreed. Agreed. Now, for this next one, I want Sarge to start because I'm pretty sure you've mentioned these movies before, and I'd like to get your opinion to, to start with here. Alien versus Aliens. Okay. So what do you want to know? So here's the thing about these two. Both are fantastic. They're both basically perfect. But one, at its core, is a horror film. Mm -hmm. And one is an action film. When I hear people have this debate, it often comes down to what's your preference? What do you prefer? But when it comes to just, hey, what's a better movie? What do you think? What comes to a better movie is Aliens. And the reason why I say that is because while Alien was a phenomenal, suspenseful thriller i mean if i could throw that into all those words in the to describe one movie up to and include horror i would because that's what that to me that's what that movie was and it was the first time we were introduced to something that would latch onto your face and essentially give you the french kiss from hell and then put a baby in your stomach and then roll out i mean that was its job right they said the scene the the alien birthing scene in where the chest buster came out of home dude's chest and that put a whole new spin on graphic violence. And a lot of people, to include the actors on the set, that was were in the first freaked one. the hell out. That was, in, huh? that was that, an alien. Yeah, that, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. So okay. I'm talking about the original Alien movie right now. So I think as a suspenseful, thrilling movie of, of horror, great. I think that's, that's wonderful. In my opinion, being that you know my dad traumatized the sh- shit out of me with that movie i don't like it i like the second one better because to me that's when the aliens get their ass kicked okay so that's that that's exactly what that is okay so that's where my opinion comes from so you you think number two is better because number one has trauma tied to it for you and so absolutely so number one it said the alien is a better movie than aliens but for you it has an emotional trauma with it which immediately puts it down See, absolutely. And, I mean, it's like my ex-wife versus my now wife. There's trauma with the ex-wife, so I don't like it. Uh, that's why I have the current. And, there's, and and hey, there's no wrong answers here. That's that's the beauty no, of this. No, there you are wrong say, answers. It's that Aliens is better than Alien. <laughs> As a and, movie that set the bar really, really high, I give Alien its due. All right, so but, I will again, say the first the trauma. Yeah. I will say the but, first one but, is better than the second one, but the fourth one is better than the second, and the third is just a dog turd. Oh, okay. So oh, the fourth oh. one was Resurrection, wasn't it? Um, I think so. I don't know. It's been a long time. Alien, since I've seen okay. Okay. Everybody, everybody, sit down. Okay, listen up. I am sitting. You didn't have to give me direction. I was already doing it. That was wasted effort on your part. Alien Three is better than it gets credit for. It's not good. I, it is nowhere near the level of Alien and Aliens. How could you possibly live up to those two films? I did not say Alien 3 was a bad movie. I just said it was not better than the rest of them, but it is far superior than the two spin-off sequels that we got from that series. 
Alien versus Predator and Alien versus if Predator. If we rewind two, the tape, you, you 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 can't you cannot put those two movies. I just said it was in, better into that than that genre. Them. I just said it was better than them. But but actually, uh, Sarge, I'm going to go off of what you said. Alien is what it is. Well, let's, let's jump to Predator since we're in that universe. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. All right, I was saving this for later, but All let's, right. let's do Let, it. Go we're, ahead. We're here. We're going to go ahead and walk through this door. So let's do it. While, mess you all up. While I think Predator is a fantastic movie, I do. Although I still wonder how Predator's heat seek vision was completely blundered by just uh, Arnold covering himself in mud because he's still hot under that. Um, I think Predator Two is a better movie just because I know it's not actually a better movie, but I think it is a better movie just because it was the first. Don't tell your mom. I showed you this movie that my dad showed me. Okay. And and if Gary Busey's in it, it's automatically <laughs> up at the top. If if I could high five you through the screen, I would, because that's exactly what I have in my notes. I think Predator 2 is so much better than the first one. Yes, I also saw it way too young, and it was one of the first movies I saw that I shouldn't have seen, and I know that. But let's think about it. Like, let's actually think about Predator versus Predator 2. You've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is, yeah, he's a badass. He's a cool, like, whatever. But Danny Glover is a better actor. If you put Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. next to Danny Glover, Danny Glover is a better actor. Now, because he can fully point, pronounce his words, right? Well, there's plenty <laughs> of reasons, but that is one of them. The setting. I'm not going to be in some Vietnam jungle. That's I'm never going to be there. Am I going to be in a big city walking around at night yeah maybe so the setting is a lot more believable and you can get sucked into that third arnold schwarzenegger didn't even defeat the predator he had to commit he had to blow himself up just to kill the the predator danny glover matched wits with the predator went on his ship and actually got a gift from them because he was such a badass I'm sorry. No one will ever convince me that Predator is better than Predator 2. You both are wrong. I mean, there's no wrong answers, no. but you're both are wrong. Okay. All right. So. Why uh, is Predator better than Predator 2? Okay. It's not. Both movies are terrible. <laughs> you're terrible. You're terrible. Like, and I, here's my proof. I'm done. So just I'm recently, done. I have been, I was emotionally, emotionally invested in the movie Prey. Yeah, I haven't now, seen it Now, when I yet. saw the movie Prey, when I saw no the movie spoiler. Prey... No, I'm not going to spoil it. When I saw the movie Prey, I thought it was based off the video game Prey. And then I started to watch it. Oh and I was God. like, this isn't about the video game Prey, but what's going on? It had the word alien in it. And I started watching it. And it was like the pre-American like American civilization with American Indians and stuff. And then, if you haven't seen the movie, I encourage you to go see it. It in my opinion, it is better than the previous two, and that's why I asked, does it count as a prequel? Because it's set in a mm, mm. earlier in time, but it was filmed later on in life. Go see the movie, and you will like be like, you know what? It later. is better than the previous two, the previous two Predator movies. Phenomenal to watch. I've, I've heard that. I've heard that it's really, really good. So I, I will believe you on that. And, and also with that being said, there were those two 
I think one was just called Predator. Or one was called The Predator, and one was called Predators. Yeah, they weren't very yes. nice. One with Adrian Brody, and one with uh, one had, was written by Shane Black. And, yeah, and then yeah, anyway. I, I will say independently. And Morpheus independently. No, so independently, those two movies outside of the outside of the genre are entertaining. I wouldn't have gone and saw them in the movie theater, but if I was walking through Blockbuster or Family Time Video and saw it on the shelf, I'd pick it up and check it out. I'm pretty right? sure all of those. I'm pretty sure all those were defunct by the time they, those movies came. They out. were. Yeah. But I'm I'm just saying though, you know, like, like if if I saw it at like the 10.99 bin at Walmart, I'd probably pick it up and watch it. Keeping in the those horror, movies are not worth 10.99 combined. <laughs> that's why they're a box set shut up that's true yeah, that's true you there. can usually get like all five of them for 12 bucks and it's kind of yeah okay keeping in the horror genre but going way 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 back one of the ones that is also usually unanimous but there's some back and forth and i don't know if either one of you guys have a strong take on this but of course i do is frankenstein versus the bride of frankenstein I'm going to uh, go ahead and tell you, I don't have an opinion on that nearly as strong as you do by any means. Yeah. Not that they're not great movies. I just don't have as much of an opinion on them as you do. Sure, sure. Most people in their 30s, 20s, 30s, and 40s don't have a strong opinion. 60s about, and 70s? Uh, 30s films. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of things that The Bride of Frankenstein does that same sort of with the evil dead versus evil dead Two debate they're both great and a lot of the things that people remember about the creature come from part two um mm -hmm. there's part two is the only one where he talks which i think is important i, I also think part three son of frankenstein is also better than he gets credit for uh, I think all three of them together create this really nice trilogy. But out of all three of them, I think Bride is a little bit better. Often I hear people talk about how little screen time the Bride actually has. And I agree with that. I think they could have done a little bit more with her. I want to say she's only in she's only on screen for two and a half minutes, something like that. Being the titular character and only having two and a half minutes on screen is not awesome but i think just from a film making perspective a storytelling perspective the bride of frankenstein just has a lot more meat in it than the original but both are classics well i mean we um, learned in the jurassic park episode that the dinosaurs only had 11 minutes of screen time making up six percent of the movie so i mean even with all of the dinosaurs that they had they still didn't you know get their due and i actually was talking about this today at work and I had somebody try to argue with me that Jurassic Park 3 is better than 1. <laughs> yeah. I stand by Jurassic Park 3 is better than Lost World, but I can't say it's better than the original. Yeah, um, I, I really feel like everybody listening to this just like cringed a little bit that because there's somebody well, out there that has that opinion. Well, here's the thing about it, though, right? And, and like we said with the Aliens movie, or the Alien movie, when something sets the bar and for a, a movie that uh, in its time was cutting edge, leading the way, breaking the rules, remaking the rules, right? Setting the standard for years to come, 
it would not it sequels or, or or the third you know third movie after whatever it happens to be right it's really kind of hard to get it right so when you have a sequel like Jurassic Park 2 that was Lost World right mm-hmm. they tried so hard to meet the to, to meet the expectations that everyone had for it because Jurassic Park was such a huge success and then in Jurassic Park 3 they're like nah fuck it and that's that's just how it went. So if I had to pick a movie, and I I, I hope you were done, Luke, because I'm just going to jump ship on Bride of Frankenstein. I no, um, that's fine. I have a whole list of verses here that we can discuss. But if you've got one that you want to bring up, then bring it up. So this is going to probably start some chaos amongst us. But this, I was first introduced to this this bring this. It. Let's do it. Okay, so I was first introduced to this these two movies. Well, I was deployed, actually. And it was Boondock Saints and Boondock Saints All Saints Day. In my opinion, the second movie is better than the first. And the reason why is, number one, I love the first because, you know, a cat uh, met, its, <laughs> met its demise in a rather rather abrupt fashion. So if you've never seen Boondock Saints, please go watch that. It abruptly but, met the wall with its internals. Oh, but man. The second one had such a cult following and actually delve into the story. Like, like, like Monster was saying earlier, it, it delved into the story behind the boys and their dad. And it made a lot of sense. And how many years did it take for them to make that sequel? All wow. Right. All right, so there was a big gap for yeah, sure. Years there was a big enough. Like I feel like there was such a big gap because um, Troy, what's his name, that wrote and directed Troy it, Duffy. Yeah, Troy Duffy was such a big piece of shit that he couldn't actually get the movie made. And then all of that span that that gap of time. I think it was what like uh, fifteen years, something like that. Something like that was something years? crazy. Okay, so yeah, in ninety nine and then two thousand and nine. Okay, so in ten years, every year that he didn't make the movie more of what made it a good movie just left because all saints day was so bad. I, I bought it for like five bucks at a FYE along with a, uh, um, uh, Oh, what's that? Leon's band. Um, the, um, Kings of Leon. Yeah. Leon. yeah bought the shirt. Cause it was like a $3 shirt. And I was like, okay, cool. I like to wear it enough to wear it. And then the shirt immediately shrank as like the movie was playing, I was doing laundry and I was like, both of these things are appropriate. Both of these <laughs> things fit. I watched it once and I did go back and watch what I felt like I missed. And so I really feel like I got the entire movie and I do not feel like it was worth it. I do not feel like they brought the same energy. I do not feel like they brought the same anything to that movie aside from the character names. And I'm going to do some spoilers here. If you haven't seen a movie from 2009 yet, uh, a, a terrible spinoff or a terrible sequel, it's your own damn fault. I felt like uh, Smecker's cameo at the end where his little pop-up was completely unneeded, unnecessary. I felt like the entire scene where they were playing hockey in a dream with Rocco, you know, it was unnecessary. I, I just felt like that movie was unnecessary. I felt like they could have left it at the first one and been done. Well, they ended the second one the way they did to leave it open for the possibility of a third movie. 
which was smart. More, more which of Boondock Saints that we don't need. It was smart because the re- only reason why Boondock Saints 2 ever got made was because of the cult following that it developed. It's like when Evil Dead was redone, right? That took a cult following in order for people to be like, okay, we want, we want Army of Darkness. And then it was, what, what, what was after Army of Darkness there, Monster? Uh, well, after okay. Army of Darkness, it was when they re- remade the film. Yeah, and then they did Ash versus Evil Dead. Ash vs. the Evil Dead is what I, I don't think that other one that was redone should count for anything. Um, what I'm saying it just took years it and years and years movie. of fans yeah. going, we but, really yeah. want this for it to happen. Now, here's what I will say about Boondock Saints 2. Do we need it? No. Do I think it's better than the first one? No. But it wasn't made for any other reason than an absolute love for those characters and that story. The fact that it was the same director, it was the same two actors, it was the same... You're right, you're right, right. Yeah, they actually had quite a few actors come back. Right. Like the two detectives were the same that were there. Uh, well, there was the two... The three de- detectives. Well, there was the two detectives and then uh, Schmecker, who showed up at the end. Were there three detectives? I don't... There were three detectives. Okay. It, right. it they didn't make it because the first one was a cash cow and they wanted to milk it further. They made it because the talent behind the original wanted to make it. And I think that alone gives it some merit that just a cash in sequel you don't have that. Uh so I uh I disagree that two is better than one. But I'm not hard on it like like dangerous. Like I still I I only watched it. I think I've seen it twice and don't love it. I absolutely love the first one. I think okay. the first one's so, great. So the conversation is what sequel is better than the original, not does it deserve merit? You know. Just saying. Just saying. No, no, I mean, no this, I this, it, agree. this entire I agree. episode is subjective anyways. <laughs> I mean, because you know, there's no I'm wrong just saving money on my Christmas card list right now. I'm just scratching y'all's names off and I'm putting them back on and scratching them back hey, off again. That's all it is. I mean, I'll I'll there's, hear you tell me Merry Christmas. It's fine. There are no wrong answers except for the one that I might be getting ready to say. All right, give me your wrong answer. Oh, crap. But I like that you know it's a wrong answer before you say it, which is a pr- an opinion that you probably think is right. Now, I uh, this is this is the second Star Wars thing I wanted to bring up. Because and I can almost guarantee that neither one of you are going to be able to have a real good argument on this because I bet you you've only seen this movie one time. Said, oh my God, that is trash and I'm never going to watch it again. But the new trilogy, the one with Ray and Kylo Ren and, and that group. The unnecessary Star Wars. Right. Yep. yep. The completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think The Last Jedi is probably the best one out of all three of them. Ooh. The first one is nothing more than a soft reboot slash remake of A New Hope. The third one is the most shoehorned, phoned in. Uh, what, what do we? Uh, we'll, we'll bring back the emperor. Ha oh, People recognize him. It was the most. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at that. There was no story to it. It was a complete waste of time. The Last Jedi tried something new. People often forget that when Empire Strikes Back came out. Nobody knew about the Force Ghost stuff. 
Nobody knew some of the things that you could do with the Force. So when The Last Jedi came out, when they started doing that, like, that, that whole scene where Luke Skywalker basically, like, magically appears to Kylo Ren and they battle, why not? Nobody said you couldn't do that. They were actually attempting to try to make something different. So I'm not saying that it's better, but at least it's different. At least there's something to it. I felt like I had already seen the the first the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Like I already, yep. Yeah, I already saw that. I saw a new hope. I Force Awakens is the same exact movie. Okay. And then like as, uh, the right. Rise of Skywalker is a, a dumpster fire. That okay. is a mess of a movie. So I have never tried taking a pickle, putting it in peanut butter and sprinkling jelly beans on it, but that doesn't mean I should. It would be something new, but it doesn't mean I should try it. The Force You of- watched The Last Jedi one time and said this sucks and you never watched it again. Let me tell you why I thought it sucked. Let me okay, tell you why. Do. Okay. So <clears throat> sorry, need to um clear my throat and get ready to spew some I don't know. If I could wrap this, I would drop some bars. Um, But all right. So the biggest issue I had with that movie, the biggest issue. So whenever something is happening in a movie that is leading towards something, the payoff, the big moment is why we watch it, is why we're invested in that. And so the big moment in that movie was... Luke finally has left the planet that he has marooned himself on, which means that he used the force to raise the X-Wing out of the water and board this waterlogged X-Wing that's probably so flooded with water it can't actually run in reality. If we know anything about mechanics and how a car works, you know, I know we're dealing with space fun, but whatever. So that means that he got on it and somewhere along the way on his flight, he stopped at a CVS and picked up some just for men because his hair was completely grayless. And so he shows up to like, to rescue all of those that had been like the last of the, uh, the oh, uh, resistance. Is it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're all in a cave and like it, they're facing their demise and it's got this like big, slow like slow panning dramatic music over everybody and it's like you see all of the hope has left their face they need to watch a new hope so they can get hope back so you see that it's all gone and they're accepting what's getting ready to happen and then suddenly out comes mr just for men luke skywalker from the back of a cave that at that time we didn't know had a back entrance, but somehow he was already in there. So we've got a cave dweller who's left his planet and planted himself inside this cave long before all of them got there to their surprise. And then he's like, I'm here. I'm going to, I'm going to take out those guys out there. And then he walks out, you know, and everybody's like, Oh shit, it's Luke. It's about to go down. It's about to get real. And then he walks out the front of the cave and then he stands there and gets blasted by all these, you know, lasers. They're like, kill him. Kylo Ren's, you know, got his pants up around his nipples and all barrel chested. And he's like, destroy him. And then they shoot all lasers at him. And then he realized that he's not actually there. He's a ghost. And it's the cheapest way to do a movie like that. That's like having this like horror thriller action movie all happen. And then like at the end, the guy's like, oh, uh, wait, I'm just waking up. That was a bad dream. No, 
the Star Wars, when they brought it back for episode seven, eight, nine, it completely shit the bed and it was worthless. That was the biggest issue I have with that movie. Oh, but wait, hold on. Let's do a free the animal side storyline that doesn't have any bearing on anything. You know, yeah, let's let's fly across the galaxy to go rescue some space giraffes from a casino that, you know, it's basically like, hey, PETA, we're we're checking this box for you. Nah, that movie was bullshit. Casey out. And that, and that would be Dangerous Rant on why he doesn't like those episodes of Star Wars. So moving, moving yep. on, I will, I will, I will take a swing at 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 your movie and tell you off the rip I, that I have not seen. I not didn't seen, take my eyes off of Monster Space, turns and over. it was wonderful your, to watch that change your, happen. Your your turns over. No, I just, I just, um, I just, I mean, like that's like completely unnecessary to get that angry over a shitty movie. I said it was the best of those three. I didn't say any of those three are that good. I think that the Last Jedi at least attempted something. The other two played it safe and gave you the same familiar bullshit you've seen a hundred times. And the fans ate it up because that's kind of what sells right this minute. It's, oh, hey, I remember that. Oh, hey, it's that thing that I love. Whereas, it's the nostalgia. Right, exactly. And the last Star Jedi Wars, said... Star Wars nope. is pop culture heroin. We will constantly buy it and constantly inject it into our veins. Sarge, go ahead with your opinion. I have never ever in my life seen the last three Star Wars movies ever made. Have not seen it at all. So I can honestly say that no, I didn't watch it once and not like it. I just didn't like it, so didn't watch it. After they really shit the bed with Jar Jar Binks, oh. like, I was like, no, I'm not going to watch any of the new remakes. I don't care how graphically pleasing they are or shit who's the in bed them. Is being and it's worth it. About that move. So yeah, sorry. I, I've I've got nothing to contribute. I think uh, Danger's hate-filled rant uh, was enough for everybody at this point. Yeah, I thought I we were maybe having he fun. Should see a doctor. <laughs> yeah, then it kind of stopped being fun. But that's okay. sorry. Do you feel better? So move on. Do you feel better? I, I haven't gotten that out in a while. I actually do. Thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> we are having fun. I'm enjoying myself. Are you enjoying myself? <laughs> I was, but we'll we'll see if we get back there. So. So Sorry, I told of, you I was bringing the energy and just happened to turn a little angry. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> um, I remember kind of that philosophy that there was no wrong answers, but that's that's I guess that doesn't apply. So moving <laughs> on to kind of pivot into a little different direction. What is a film, not to put you guys on the spot here. Yeah, I like being on fact, the spot. And in fact, I can I can actually go first because I, I have one. Um, no, you don't get to go first. Pick someone. OK, OK, I won't go first. Sequels that you'd like to see a, a movie that you thought was really, really good. And they, they didn't make a sequel to it. And you, you wish they would have, or maybe they did make a sequel, but it didn't go the way you wanted it to. And you have a better idea for a sequel. That's I don't a, care. who wow. does. That's a tough one. Oh. Um, like I said, I have one that has been tossed around for a long time and that's a Beetlejuice sequel. And, Absolutely. I'd and watch I, it. I would love to see a Beetlejuice sequel. However, I think we are starting to get to the point where they won't give you give us a sequel. They would give us a soft reboot, a reimagining. It would be it would check the same boxes as the original did. 
And we're so far removed now from the original that it's like, does Michael Keaton play Batman? Michael Keaton's getting a lot old or uh, play Beetlejuice. Is he getting, he's getting a lot older now. What, what do we do there? I feel like when Beetlejuice came out, if they would have made a sequel within three to five years, Tim Burton comes back kind of like Batman, Batman returns. I think it could have been great. Now. I just don't know. Okay. So I have thoughts. I don't know if that's surprising, but I do. Um, okay. So I agree that, that Michael Keaton may be getting too old for it, to which I'm going to ask both of you, who do you think could play Beetlejuice now? You know, I, nobody. Yeah. Michael Keaton owned the character to the point to where I don't think anybody else can touch it, but Beetlejuice, while yes, was a success when it first came out, was really a a sleeper hit. Like it gained a huge cult following on uh, on video and all. And I think that that's why people were clamoring for a uh, for a sequel. Now I know that there's been talk about a Beetlejuice sequel, and Tim Burton is going to direct it, write it, and direct it. And Michael Keaton has said he's going to come back for it, but that's been said for what ten years now. You know, I th- heard at one point it was going to be like a black and white German comedy at the beach. And it's like, ah, eh, no, that's not, you, you can't change the tone of Beetlejuice. Yeah, I think they kept saying Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii or something like that. Like it was going to be like take place in like a tropical place. And I guess part of the joke was goth kids in the tropics or something. But I, yeah, I don't think it ever got. That's basically, anywhere. uh, like the same gags that like the monsters and the Adams family have been trying to yeah, pull kind of yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't see that as being something that's needed. Yeah. Now, if you you know go back to the initial question of what sequel do I wish they had made, I think that's harder to answer than what sequel do I wish they didn't make. But then you know, but there's a question of what sequels do I wish they had made at certain times because the sequels that I would have really liked to see would have been actors at a certain age. And now like Michael Keaton, he's just too old to play it. Sarge thoughts. Well, if I had to pick a movie that I wish they would have made a sequel over and you know, there, I have a few of them. Um, just cause the way they left it open was so like ambiguous. So we'll say like Kevin Costner's dances with wolves. They left it open. They could have very easily done a sequel on it. Uh, Last Samurai with Tom Cruise, which in and of itself is a phenomenal movie. I will sit down and watch any day. Okay, you have a question. What's up? Okay, so I feel like when they title a movie something, they either need to play off of that title for the sequel or the title is... Have you ever seen the movie? The Last Samurai? Yeah, you can't be like, yeah. the, the Last Samurai, oops, there's one more for a sequel. You but, know. There, but there wasn't one more. There were loads more left in the original village. The no, sun was left. I, I got to... that, but the title, you know, you just can't take a movie called The Last Anything. You know, and also, like, we're going to talk about titles of sequels. You know, the biggest misstep, I think, as far as the title of a sequel goes, you know that movie, Now You See Me? The Magician yeah. Theft movie? Yeah. They titled the sequel... Now you see me too. They should have titled it. Now you don't. That would have been the appropriate follow-up title to that movie. Okay, so back to what I was saying. Sorry, so, I got distracted. Right, <laughs> it, it, the 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 ending of Last Samurai is the last samurai. 
who was the general that died on the field of battle. It was not Tom Cruise. Spoiler alert. Right. He, the Nathan Albright, who his character he plays, fades into obscurity or something like that. Right. They left it open for a sequel. I think they should have made. And lastly, I don't know how others will feel about this movie and why I think they should have done a uh, second movie to it. And that's Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hmm. Hollow was great, but I don't really feel like it needed a sequel because I felt like it was a very self-contained story. Okay, so as a teenaged boy growing up, my heartthrob was in that movie first and foremost. Well, just watch more of her movies. I mean... But in that, she looked very... You like a Victorian-looking lady, I get it. (laughs) Something like that. Right, classy is the word I would use, not Victorian, but classy. Uh, Just the way the movie was done, the way it was written, the cast, the characters. You know, I mean, come on, it had Christopher Walken in it. I mean, you you couldn't bring him back as the Headless Horseman, but you could have brought Johnny Depp back. You could have brought, you know, Christina Ricci back. And it would have made for a good movie regardless. The sequel to it was Sweeney Todd. (laughs) Just say. I was going to say Sweeney Todd is one that they should have done a sequel to, but nah, I didn't care too much for that one. I don't know. I kind of feel like Sweeney Todd was also self-contained and wrapped up nicely. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's kind of tough because, like in the case of like Sleepy Hollow, it'd be hard to really do a quote-unquote sequel. But you could do like how they have like a spiritual successor where like you said when i think of sleepy hollow i also think of from hell and i also think of sweeney todd these i forgot from hell that would have made a good sequel (sighs) yeah yeah but they all sort of have a similar vibe about them they have different characters but a lot of the same actors and a lot of the same people behind the scenes and so i think that that's kind of a they're not really sequels, but they, and they're not even really in the same universe, but they feel connected in sort of a an interesting kind of way. Okay, so a sequel that I do wish had been made, and I actually forgot about this entirely until just before I started talking. If you go back to our Willy Wonka episode, there was a sequel to the book made, or written, and... I would have liked to have seen that sequel. Now, not the Johnny Depp, Tim Burton sequel to that. I would have liked to see the Gene uh, Wilder uh, sequel to that. You know, I thought the Johnny Depp was terrible. I've shared my opinions about it. But, you know, that's a sequel that I really would have liked to see. Okay, I'm going to kind of take your question and tweak it a little bit. What movie do I think deserves to be made that should also have sequels? I'm going to go with the Dark Tower series. Scrap that Matthew McConaughey bullshit that came out years ago. That was a terrible movie. The Dark Tower series based on the actual books and what the books were. And I'm not even talking about taking it to the point to where Stephen King wrote himself into the books because then they became dog turds altogether. But the Dark Tower series deserves to be done right. Stephen King properties are starting to get a little more respect. I think that Stephen King was seen as a pulp fiction writer um, back in the 70s and 80s, and the technology wasn't quite there to really do a lot of his work justice. And we're seeing King properties being adapted into bigger budgets, more mainstream films. And I think the Dark Tower, 
the dark universe that Universal was trying to do and the Dark Tower series are two great examples of giant missteps. Well, they're trying to capitalize on the Marvel thing. They're trying to capitalize on the shared universe, movies overlapping, characters overlapping. And that can absolutely work. And I think it can work across multiple genres. The problem is, instead absolutely. of with, with like the dark universe, the universal monster stuff, instead of making universal monster movies that all take place in a shared universe, they tried to make Marvel movies with universal monster creatures. And it's stupid. That, do- that doesn't make sense. No. That doesn't work. No, and the Dark didn't. Tower, Dark Tower kind of did the same thing. They tried to make, first of all, like you said, it has very little to do with the actual book. There's some names, there's some places, but it's this over-the-top, action-y, CG-infested whatever movie, kind of like a Marvel movie, instead of actually trying to do a Stephen King Dark Tower adaptation. And I think they're learning from their mistakes, but it's going to be a while before they actually work on them, I think. Yeah. Sarge, I've seen your facial expressions and hands go up several times within uh, Mine and Monsters. Sorry about that. No, no. Well, I was, I did have something that I did have a a move. Oh, so recently I have been reading uh, a book series off the video game Cyberpunk. And the book series is, woo, wonderful. Is it in that same universe? Yes. Okay. About uh, uh, VC, the, the city called VC, stuff like that. So I think that would make a phenomenal movie because things like steampunk, atom punk, diesel punk, and a couple of the other genres are actually starting to become more mainstream now where you can actually you see that because it's in the video games. It's, you know, it's it's in the books. Go to a spirit Halloween store. It's Halloween time. They're popping up everywhere. Yeah, Go steampunk. check it out, and you'll see more steampunk stuff than ever before because it is like really popular now. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So I wish they would make that and do a movie, and, and or at a minimum, a television series. Netflix has an animated series that is, well, it's Netflix, and it's animated, so it's always over the top. But it was like really good. So actually, so. I think what you said right there is something that I really, really think should be done is more series, you know, not so much focused on the movies of things, but, you know, like, I don't know if you guys have watched the Sandman series on Netflix, but it's fantastic. And they do a great job of bringing the Sandman uh, graphic novels into reality. And I think that there is a strong argument for putting some of these, you know, Stephen King properties and whatnot into a Netflix series. Now, a a sequel that I would love to see, and I know they made a sequel to it, but not really a sequel to it. It was kind of a weird jumping around. But I loved the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series, the, the first three. I have not read the fourth one. I have no interest in it. It's written by somebody else or finished by somebody else. But I loved the Swedish movies. I thought they were fantastic. Loved the book series. I actually really enjoyed the first Girl with the Dragon Tattoo movie that came out. David Fincher was a perfect choice for the director for that. And based on the stories that came that happened in the books, if they had returned to a little bit more of what the books were, I think David Fincher would have hit a enormous goldmine there. And it would have been killer. Now, he has gone to Netflix and done a lot more. And I think that actually moving that to Netflix would be a great idea. 
I had something. Oh, you said Sandman. Yes. Right? The the new Netflix show. Yeah. Now, if I am not mistaken, that is also tied into the same world at some point as the Netflix show. It wasn't a Netflix show to begin with, but it was, it's a Netflix show now. Uh, Lucifer. As I'm aware, no, not exactly, but sort of by a weird thing. So the Sandman. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So the Sandman was a DC character forever ago, back in like the 60s and 70s, and then the character was pretty much like taken over and rebooted by Neil Gaiman, who wrote an incredible graphic novel series. Uh, the spinoffs of it are great, some better than others. But Lucifer also exists in the DC universe. But when Neil Gaiman took over Sandman, he went over to uh, Variant, I believe it was, which was a DC imprint uh, publisher. So, yes, same universe, but no, they don't. So that's what that's what I thought because there was this big controversy. Not like I say controversy, but thing going around that the guy that played Lucifer wasn't returning for uh, Sandman. Yeah, um, it. I think that there is it, a regard, regardless. That that was just it, my thing. It's so it's been a long it, time. We don't have to get into it. It's been a long time since I've watched uh, or read uh, Sandman, but I, there is a Lucifer in that universe. But I don't think it's the same, uh, same character, same actor, or whatever. You know, I think it's a different version of Lucifer for that universe. But go on. Those aren't movies, and those aren't sequels. So I'm going to cut all of that out. <laughs> Uh, so, the power of editing goes to his head. I had I had a handful of other movies I, I wanted to talk about. I didn't even get into the Disney World, man. I wanted to talk about no. Frozen versus Frozen Two. And uh, all right, all right, let <laughs> let's. No, I'm just kidding. I'm let's just kidding. run through. We, give it. Give us two. Give us two of your not two movies, but two of your verses. Well, uh, two that I thought were kind of interesting especially because you know having little girls we've seen a lot of these movies frozen versus frozen 2 and then finding nemo versus finding dory and i think that both of these sequels finding dory and, and frozen 2 they are really really good i don't i mean to say that they're better than their originals is kind of tough but what they do is kind of what i touched on earlier the first movie establishes the characters. You know who they are. You know how they act. You know their personalities. So the second one, you can go on an adventure. You can go do something. Now, Finding Nemo is, I mean, a classic. That one is so good. But I think, especially with the Frozen movies, Frozen 1, you basically spend the whole movie learning who Elsa is, learning who Olaf is. Whereas Frozen 2, they go on this adventure, and it's much more epic in scope. So as someone who has seen Frozen 2, I don't know, 75 times because my daughter looks like Elsa, I think Frozen 2 is better than Frozen. Of those four movies, I have only seen one of them. <laughs> okay. I, Your kids I, are I too old. Find no, it's not that they're too old. It's as a grown-ass adult... I don't have to sit on the couch and watch it. I have other rooms in the house I can go to and other things that I would rather be doing. So this uh, has so been just, Child Abandonment with Sarge. And just to reiterate, you can put three of my houses in Sarge's. So let me let me explain. When there's a movie on at our house, 
we all kind of see it. Even if we go into another room, you probably know it's there. Well, your um, TV is so damn big that it's well, that unavoidable. Too. I mean, you can go outside and cut your grass. That ain't happening. But uh, <laughs> I'd rather go outside and push mow my two acres. With all that, being sit there said, and watch Frozen. I have seen Finding Nemo several times, Finding Dory, uh, the Frozen movies. I don't know that I've watched any of them from start to finish in one sitting. It's I saw 10 minutes here. I saw the last 20 minutes there because I'm cooking dinner and I'm taking care of the kids and stuff. So have I ever seen any of them from start to finish? No, not really. But I've seen them all. (laughs) Three little girls, triplets. I've seen Frozen more times than I could count. Even after, I don't know how many years after Frozen came out that, that I came here to this home and was in this environment. But even before that, I saw Frozen a couple times before. I never really thought Frozen was that bad of a movie. I actually thought it was okay. Seen uh, Finding Nemo quite a few times. I actually enjoyed it. Never seen Finding Dory. Um, Mm. Yeah, never seen it once. Never really even um, attempted to put my toes in that water. You know, uh, it is a water movie. So anyway, uh, Frozen 2, I have seen it, but I didn't care for it and i've only watched it because like you monster i could fit a couple of at least my upstairs in sarge's house and it was fine i didn't really care for frozen 2 but at the same time i also didn't care about <laughs> any of Look, that, that was we are not target audience for no. frozen 2. no is, no we're not no but i do no, Disney, I, I did watch i did watch like rumble you know, and those, yeah, those other movies, okay. more of a guy, you know, like a, a boy can watch it and not you know, be like, oh, well, my gosh, this is what's really so cool. What's really cool about Alex is she loves all of them. So we've seen Onward a few times. I think that one's. Yeah, we've watched that, Onward. That, that one makes me tear up. I think that's a great one. Um, what's Onward? The, uh, the, uh, a fantasy adventure uh, Disney movie. Really, yeah, it's, it's it's a little complicated. It's not going to be something I can explain to you in thirty seconds. So, so there's a we'll lot see. of space above your head in your stream of view that we have, and the movie onward would fit right in that space above your head because it's just going to go right over mm-hmm. it. Ha, yeah. <laughs> but but no, so we've seen a lot of those too, like the Crudes. Those are fun. Uh, the Incredibles, the Wreck It Ralph movies. You know, we've seen all the like more boy oriented ones too. You know, either way. But. Yeah, we've we've had our fair share of Disney Pixar in our house. Um, Turning Red got played uh, quite a bit. Oh yeah, had a well. I'm surprised they haven't cooked out a sequel of that yet, which I'm sure they will. Turning Blue. Um, they better cook out a series, a sequel of Baymax before they uh, before they do that one. They did. Pink they Hero released Six a little series. Yeah. No, a movie, not yeah. a series. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Baymax um, was great. Um, loved it. Or what was it? Uh, Hero Six. Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six. Hero Six. Yeah. yeah, actually, I love that one. I'm gonna that's try to get one. the kids to watch it. So, yeah. So, that's about it. Uh, obviously, this kind of discussion is one that can go on forever. This is the kind of thing that people can probably, you know, anytime you can bring this kind of thing up, and people are gonna have differing opinions and heated, spirited debates and whatnot. If anything, I, I hope that a few people walked away going, you know, I always thought it would be that a sequel to that would be stupid. But 
they say it sounds they say it's decent maybe i'll give it a shot maybe if you never saw predator 2 you'll give it a shot maybe you never saw boondocks you, you should give, you give it a shot. shot you should give predator 2 a shot it's great you should give Prey a shot like legit yeah and so i i think that's a cool you know cool place to stop right there and, and i'm not apologizing for my star wars rant i'm just not doing it that's fine i'm gonna cut all that out too um <laughs> But I really wanted to bring up Frozen because I wanted to ask you guys, why can't you give Elsa a balloon? Why? Because she will let it go, let it go. <laughs> All right. What uh you wanna you wanna recover off that one or do you or, or do you want you want danger to go? No, uh, no, I don't think a recovery is oh. needed. I mean, how no, do you I... how do you recover when you're standing on top of a mountain? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't hold it back anymore please someone say something okay so uh what do you call security guards that are standing outside of a samsung store guardians of the galaxy i knew the answer i just didn't want to say it i knew the answer to yours too (laughs) (laughs) but i wasn't gonna sing it (laughs) how did reese eat her ice cream witherspoon I have a feeling me and Danger looked at the same website. <laughs> Mayhaps. Sorry. Go on, Danger. Sarge, no, Sarge, you uh you haven't given us any. Oh, because I'm weighing my options on which ones I want to give and the appropriateness for the show. So I'll I'll give I'll start with this one. Why don't orphans play baseball? Because they can never find home. Mm. <laughs> why do uh why do orphans like to play tennis? Because it's the only place they can find love. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I got a joke about Jesus in a picture, but I don't think that would go over well here. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I got I got one more movie related, and it is sequel related. You ready? Yeah. What would you name the a movie? Starring Sonic the Hedgehog and Curious George. Too fast, too curious. Uh, <laughs> so I got I got one that's inappropriate, and I will save it for after the stream to tell you guys, because I want to see your faces when I say it. And I have this one here. If a cow refuses to give milk, is it a milk dud or an utter disappointment? I think utterly disappointing is a great way to end the episode. I had so one we more. will stop there. I, I had one okay, more. all right. All right, go ahead. Do you remember what the movie was called when Billy Crystal took Meg Ryan out to dinner? It was when Harry fed Sally. And we will put a link to the website that Danger and I both looked at to get our dad jokes tonight. Jack Black <laughs> doesn't always make scary movies, but when he does, it gives you goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on. Thank you for joining us tonight. S was for sequels better than the originals. I am Monster. Danger Sarge, please say goodnight. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Later. It's over. Done. Done.